Good morning. Good morning. What's up, George? What's going on in the morning brew today? Woo! In the morning brew, we're going to be talking about comics and the numbers and how well we're doing. And we're going to be talking about maybe a little, a little House of the Dragon. You know, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're also going to be talking about the topic of the day today. Stop wasting time and uh, whatever else pop, whatever else pops up until ten. So we're, that's we're right. Gonna doing, we're going to be doing stuff. Grab your cup of Joe and uh, join us. The bees are snoring. What's up, George? <laughs> what up? What up? Good morning, yo. Every time I see that clip, I always, uh, I always feel like you should the the, the the newspaper that gets thrown in. You should catch it or get hit in the head or something. Um, but good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning brew with the crazy crew. What up? What what's going on? Uh, thank you guys for joining us this morning. We are here talking about some, uh, you know, pop culture stuff. Shooting the ish with you guys this morning. Hopefully, you guys will join us and have a good time. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Word. Hit that like button. Give us a thumbs up, guys, um, and hit the bell so that you know when we're going live. We usually do this Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So here we are. Here we are. What's that? Is Sam? A couple of silver spoons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Open the find. We're two of a kind. Anyway, so um, oh, it's going. going. It's going good. Yesterday, it's uh, going, bro. Right now, I'm looking outside, and the sun is rising, and it's beautiful. It has that that nice orange glow above the tree lines. It's gorgeous. Um, and uh, yeah, yesterday was a good day. Yesterday, um, um, I was prepping the forbidden graphic novel for 2023. Um, the final. The final countdown for the um for the complete graphic novel full color edition and um at the same time working on uh, issue four of disney on my toilet so and uh sent out the surveys um and uh, we are at 75 percent um so that means there's 25 percent of you who haven't filled out the survey the sooner you can fill out the survey for disney on my toilet part three um the sooner i can start packing your stuff and getting ready to ship to you um so please fill out those surveys yeah it's probably never going to be a hundred percent Service never get filled at hundred. It's never going to be because it's always the, it's always the, it was always you know, Anibal never fills it out. Jonathan, <laughs> you know, I just said last night he was going to fill it out. Never did. Uh, so yeah, we're going to have you know the same offenders that don't fill it out. Um, yeah, man. Now I got this morning. I opened up my email, dude, and I and I had pages from the uh, from the artist for the next uh, chapter of uh, Wonder Dunk. So that's always oh, nice. exciting stuff, dude. Like when you open up that email and you're like, oh, here it is. Yeah. So, so the guys are cracking it out. I'm about, I think this is the second to last chapter of the book. So I'm almost done with that thing. Nice. So yeah, man, it's all, it's all, it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Next year, I think we were talking about this yesterday after we got off the show. Um, and yeah, man, 2023, it's about, you know, the moves that got to be made. I know you, you, you know, your, your plan is to do more conventions, but also you got the, uh, the job that you may be, uh, you know, going back to the to the workforce for a little bit. Yeah, which is why I can't. So, I, yeah, good morning, Aurelis. committing. At least Buenos Dias. It's the reason why I can't commit to conventions right now or timeline because um, I'm on my final phases of interviews, and um, so 
based on what the job is um, uh, and then what the schedule looks like. Uh, I can't plan out anything for next year until I get that. Um, so what I can plan is that next year there are five campaigns. So there's um, there's four duty campaigns and there's one forbidden campaign. And forbidden is just a one shot. And it's really just a simple campaign. It's going to probably be two weeks long, uh, maybe three at most. And it's just for the graphic novel, full color graphic novel. Um, there's going to be a soft cover and a hard cover edition. That's it. Um, and um, and then some stretch goals. Nothing nothing crazy. You're not going to see all the all the fancy schmancy stuff that I threw in on Disney on my toilet. Um, it's just going to be the book. That's it. Um, so uh, for forbidden fans, you know the difference between uh, the soft cover and the hard cover is going to be page count. Um, and the hard cover will probably be 200 pages. The soft cover is going to be the 160 something pages um so i'm looking forward to that um i'm working on some things to make that campaign a spectacular one but january 3rd launches uh book number four for disneyland my toilet so um and that's already in the, in the pipeline and um so it's gonna be a, a really good year so it's uh january march april july um october Right. Well, I mean, don't commit yourself yeah. too much, Sammy, because you know things yeah. change. Things change, but I'm that's five. Nah, yeah, that's five. It's five. It's commit five me. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you get committed. You get crazy. No, because you know yeah. things, things things can change, and then you don't well, want to stress right. yourself. But definitely, definitely next year's going to be two five. graphic novels. Next year, there's going to be there's another my telegraphic novel sure. and forbidden graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listen, I, I, and we talked about this too. I, I think we we do need to work around schedules, and we do need to work around. Yeah um you know deadlines and things like that but i think we also have to be flexible because things can change at the drop sure. of a dime and, and they have and they and they and they've obviously have uh changed already i mean you know you don't know when you may start this job this this show may have to be uh may have to be put on a little bit of a hi hiatus if you're working obviously yeah. uh, a morning gig with yeah. you know in the industry that you're working is very it's not as flexible as what i'm able to do um they put my keys um what i'm able to do in the morning so yeah so you know, there's going to be some changes next year, hopefully for the better. Yeah. And, so, uh, I mean, and, and production and so continues. Like, production, production continues. continues. So, um, just to, to everybody out there who's wondering, because uh, I've been getting hit up by a lot of people and I haven't answered yet, but um, um, they're like, oh, I can't believe you, you know, like you, 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 all your slots are taken all the way through February. And I was like, the reason why is because I'm going, I'll be going back to work. So, we, we eliminated the Wednesday sh night show. We res that's reserved for sponsors. So right now you can book on Tuesdays and Tuesdays are booked straight through February, I believe. Um, if you want to book a Wednesday, that's a sponsorship show. You hit the link, you sponsor an episode and you can get that show. But either than, other than that, we're not doing Wednesday shows um, for the foreseeable future until I figure out what my schedule is going to look like. Um, you know, it's just been, uh, it's been, uh, um, I'm just trying to prepare in advance um sam pumping books up <laughs> thanks man uh um so yeah so again if you if you you've got a campaign and you're like oh you you know your campaign's not running or whatever it is and you're trying to get on and you can't get on because tuesdays are all booked you have an option for wednesday but it's a sponsorship show just hit the link go to the sponsorship page and uh you can sponsor an episode a uh, single episode for that that episode you're gonna come on or a month uh but you would have to let me know um that that's what you did and then i could make the arrangements with you to lock in a wednesday but outside of that um there's no wednesdays for the foreseeable future right now yeah and we want to listen we want to expand the invitation to come on the show to uh 
you know, independent creators outside of comics, yeah. independent people who are doing things independently outside of just, you know, comic books. Because last night we had a very, very good uh, conversation with Ari Rubin, a. Yes. A. Rubin um, and uh, and his book. And it's it's a poetry book that he has on Amazon right now. If you guys really want to check it out. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, you know, I ordered one. I can't wait to see what it looks like because, I, you know, the, the artwork is beautiful. Um, so, yeah. So we want to have more things like that going on the show where it's I lo- we, we love comics. We're going to talk about comics today. You know, we, we create comics. We do comics. But, you know, we also like to expand it out to all the other indies that are out there, whether you're, you're a musician, you know, you create jewelry, whatever it is you're into, whatever your business is, whatever you're trying to, you know, launch or, or, or push. Yeah. Come on the show and talk about it. You know, at the end of the day, it's all creative. Yeah, yeah. It's all creative. So we want to talk to you. So definitely yeah. spending it today. But uh, you know, I finally caught the last episode of season one of the House of the Dragon last night. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Yo. House of the Dragon, bro. Yo. Great show. Great show. That is Great. crazy. Fabuloso. It is Fabuloso, crazy. Bro. You know, it's funny, you know, it's uh, you know, when you you know, you, you see things coming, right? So you're like, you're like, yeah. You know, I, I, number one, the acting is on a whole nother level. The, number two, the cast is legit. But uh, I remember yeah, the, the part that sticks out to me that frustrated me the most because I got up and went to the bathroom. I was like, I can't believe it. Is when the when 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 they were gonna send the ravens to send messages to the other kingdoms to make sure that the, she has allies. And the the one son says, "We'll go. Off dragons are faster." And the young boy's like, "Oh damn!" Right? And so I'm like, "He's dead." As soon as that has a no, don't set up. He's dead. He's gonna he's not coming back, mom. Don't do it to yourself. And I was like, and you can tell he's nervous because she held his hand and he's looking at yo. When she held his hand and she was putting a note in his hand, she she knew, yo, this is my baby. You know, he's the, he's a little one, and and he gave her that look like, I won't fail you, mama. Right? And I'm like, oh, damn. We we, we didn't even give the people the courtesy of a spoiler alert. Today. No, but- it's spoiler. It's spoiled. But we're it's not. Like we're, 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 yeah, no. Spoiler <laughs> alert. If you haven't watched the episode, you know, uh, Sammy, Sammy's going in. But going great. Yeah, dude. It, it, I honestly, man, I'm not into the whole fantasy thing. Mm. That's not my thing. I'm not, I'm not a fantasy fan. But uh, Game of Thrones and now this show, House of the Dragon, I, I'm, I'm a fan of this, of this world. They've done an amazing job. It's amazing crazy. job. Amazing job. with the exception of like the last season or the last maybe two seasons of, of the you know um Game of Thrones last when it when it ended. No, I think everything I, else has been freaking phenomenal. If phenomenal. you go back and you play back though that last season, you're going to have a, a new level of appreciation for it. Going back and seeing it over that last especially that last season, I understood now. What I wanted to see happen was was different. I wanted to see Jon Snow. I wanted to see, you know what I'm saying? You know, it, it was like, but I get it now. Because when you hear Tyrion give that speech when he's in chains, right? And, and he's giving that speech to the new council, to the new leadership. He goes, you're the, the most the powerful people in Westeros, whatever. And uh, I understood. It's like this. It's like this. this the problem with those, those se- with that season specifically is that George didn't write that. Right. That that wasn't written by the, it's, it's like you writing. It's like you are the creator of Disney in my toilet. You've written six issues of it, right? Somebody picks it up, makes it a cartoon, and they change the end. And you didn't finish writing it, so they create their own ending. It's not going to be the same. And that's what happened with that season. That see that, that those books aren't finished. 
that story is not completed. George hasn't written that yet. He hasn't written it. Therefore, these guys took kind of liberties. They ran out of money. The, the, it should have been it should have been longer. Should have been longer. That season should have been longer. The way they ended it just doesn't make any freaking sense compared to what they've been building throughout the season. And to me, it's because the creator of the story wasn't involved at that point and didn't finish it. George mm-hmm. is an incredible writer, bro. He's an incredible writer. And what they did with that, I've watched it again. It doesn't make sense, bro. Like the way they're building, even 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 the the queen or or, or Renera. Is it Renera? I, I mean, the names sound all the same. The the girl who basically yeah. you know um, becomes yeah. queen. It is Renera, right? The way they're turning her, the reasons why they're turning her, all makes sense. So if next season she decides to burn a whole city block down, I understand why she did it. Yeah. And get in the game, the Game of Thrones finale. I don't understand how she just flipped that way. Like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah. It was. It, I think it what was happened rushed. was that they needed two seasons for that last season. They needed it. Yeah, they needed yeah. to extend that. They, they screwed they, up they, because they, they, they didn't capitalize on the momentum. They were afraid they were going to lose momentum, so they they forced so much into one season when they should have spread it out or made it an extended season with twenty episodes. I mean, they could have done so much with it. I get it. I understand. You know, money, yes, but you're talking about um, House of Dragons and the princess. The reason why I root for her is because throughout the entire season, throughout her entire journey in life, all she tried to do was extend herself. All she tried to do was make peace. She tried to live up to her father's um, values. Right, his her father was known as the peace king, right? The one who tried to keep peace. He didn't want you know, war was the last thing, he didn't want to be the heavy-handed ruler. And although she wanted the crown, she didn't want conflict, she wanted to know what it's like as a woman to lead. But then all this other treachery and deception and, and death follows the crown, and she realized I don't want it, but now which what's happening, I have to. Because for my own salvation and my own kids' salvation, and I think this this episode was the, the last turning point for her. Number one, the, the 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 baby, and number two, her youngest boy. You know, so I'm like, oh man, you know, it's like, you know, how do you not lose your mind and become like, you become what's her name, um, Daenerys, um, 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 you know, of, you know, what I'm saying, you go ballistic because yeah. she's, you know, say they're both all these women are surrounded by men who want war. No, I, I think that what I love about the story, and what I do love about this story is the, the writing is just incredible. And, and and the way that they've painted these two female characters, Allison and and and, uh, and Rhaenyra, is that they're not doing it for power. They, they don't want the throne for power. They right. don't. They want the throne for the survival of their children because they know, Allison knows, that if, if Rhaenyra's kids become, you know, king or queen or whatever... They're going to want to kill them. And same thing. Look what's happening now. You know, this their king, he's he's sitting on the throne. Um, you know, Alice's son sitting on the throne. So what happens? Somebody gets killed on that side because they're trying to kill each other, right? So it's about survival for them. It's not about power. Right. That's why they want the, the throne. Right. And and Renard was like, all right, cool. Listen, I'm not going to go in there and start bombing people. I got dragons. I got all of that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to chill. I'm going to try to talk this thing out. Do it amicably, you know what I mean? So that you know, we don't, if, we don't if go there's a conflict, it. It, the first blow won't be thrown by me. Exactly. She's like, I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm not going to do any of that, okay? They came over to her. They said, do you remember when you guys were friends as kids? You know, just bend the knee. She's like, I'm not going to bend, I'm not going to bend the knee. 
Like, nah, I'll think about it. This, bro. Go away. <laughs> I got no cartilage in this D. I'm not bending. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then, and then what happens at the end of the season happens. And now, you know, next season is going to be, you know, she's done playing. It's nice. on. But I think, like, I think, I think what bring in way. Damon. Bring in yes. Damon. Oh, Damon is crazy, man. How Damon's you, how about you, to I, go in. Yo, Damon's like, yo, I'm playing nice until I'm not playing nice. He's like, yo, you know, it's it's yeah, it's time. You know, it, it, what I like that. What I like about Damon is that he's fearless. But right, but I also like the fact that he is still respectful to he's his family. He's a soldier. Yeah, it's like even though he's pissed at her because she's yeah. you know he's a queen, he still respects her and he respects the fact that she has the crown. He he put it on her. He bent the knee. But he's conflicted because he's like, yo, this is, I went through this shit with my brother. She's my language. I went through this with my early brother. In the morning, early, early in the morning. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. He said, I went through this with my brother. And that's why he's dead. You know, I can't right, go through right. this again. My, my brother my brother wanted peace. He didn't want any, you know, whatever. Yes. Here we are. I yeah. can't go through this yeah. again. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, it's almost like put yourself in his it's, position. Wow, he's reliving well that. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just went through this. I lost him. Now I'm going to lose her. Because but she doesn't see what I see. See, but that that that's that to me that's that's good writing, right? Because they he doesn't make you choose a side. He doesn't say, in other words, he doesn't say that's right and this is wrong. He doesn't right. say that. He just oh. says these other viewpoints. You're the audience. You decide. You decide right. what's right. You decide what's wrong. And you can have a a debate about it because he never said, "Oh, this is the right way to do it. This is the wrong way to do it." He just says, "This is what I did." You guys decide who's right and who's wrong. And that's the beauty of that, that, that writing is that it's not. And they've changed things. I mean, for those who've written the, who've read the books, I understand that there are changes made in the book. Like, for example, that last scene with uh, with Amond or whatever, the kid with the with the uh, with the patch. Yeah. He never says no. He never says to his to his to his dragon. No, there's no remorse in, in him when he does that. He just does it. Does no, he change? does. You hear him scream. No, no, no. no. In the movie, in the you show, do. I'm talking oh, oh, in the oh, show. In the book, in the oh. book he doesn't. Oh. Okay. In the book, there is no remorse. In the book, there is none of that. In the book, they're very callous. The characters are very callous. So what they've done, and what I guess what he's allowed, he's, I mean, George has allowed the showrunners to do in the House of the Dragon is, it's for TV. I know it's got to be, you know, uh, you know, uh, what is it, episodic. Right. So you guys do what you got to do, build the characters, and I'll kind of step back. But this is the source material. Use it. Um, and I think it's working. It's working really, really well. They're doing a really good job. I mean, yeah. I can't wait till I don't. I think the next season though doesn't come out till twenty five though. I think no twenty four, twenty twenty four, not twenty twenty three. I think it's going to yeah. be a while before we see another season. I don't know. I, that's what I I, I I was hearing, but hopefully it's not true. Hopefully we do get something at the end of next year. Oh, that's cray 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 cray. When's Jon Snow coming out? I don't know. I don't I know. But it's going to be like opposite each other or what? Right. But I've also heard that they they're, they're working on a prequel. You know the the sea snake. You know the the um, uh, what's her name? The queen that never was her husband. Mm-hmm. They they're doing the spinoff of him, and it's well, about yeah, saying, was, adventures was, at sea. I was, yeah, I was sitting there with uh, Des watching it last night. And I was like, yo, his hair is is legit, bro. If I had yeah. dreads, I wanted it like that. <laughs> yeah, that was legit. I was like, yo, his hair is fire. It looks like, dope, right? Yeah, like, that's nice. a dope looking character, bro. Yeah, yeah no, they, they, that's awesome. That's the other bro. thing. That's the other thing that the way they've made these characters look like the looks of all these characters is just so. Oh, his wife. His yeah, oh, wife. So, I love her, man. You know, she is like mm-hmm. the calculating smart version of Damon. 
She's just smarter and she's more patient. And she she sees the bigger picture. Well, David is looking at the immediate. She's looking at the long game. It's like what you said. All the guys want war. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she's very strategic. Like she could have burned that place down. She could have killed them. Right she could have killed them right, right, right there. Her, her, they were right there. The yeah. only thing that stopped her is that Allison stepped in front of her son, and she understood from a mother, you know, coming from a mother who also lost a son. Yeah. She's like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna let you have this. Plus, what's the point of ruling a, a, a throne? That's burnt down to the ground. Cool. Bad. And she also said, it. it's not my war to start. Right. I'm going to let these people know what's going on. And yeah. you guys can hash it out. Because but, I'm going to tear up this place because you locked me up. Right, 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 right. But, exactly. You know, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. didn't you didn't spill my blood, I'm not going to spill yours. I'm, I'm out. Not. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. And yeah. this, you know, she's still, you know, they still think that obviously Renera has something to do with the death of their son. You know, which yes. I wonder what that's going to happen because he's alive. So that's going to be something to see in the future. And again, in the books, I believe he dies. He really does die in the books. In the show, they've kept him alive for the show. So, yeah, it's 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 a really good show, man. I, I really enjoyed the uh, the season. They went by quick. I mean, what was it? Nine or ten mm -hmm. episodes? Fast, bro. Fast. Crazy. You're getting messages. I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm like I can't even read them on my computer, bro. My I'm on my I'm on my phone right now from the car. Um, yeah. So next topic, we're gonna be talking about a link that our boy Anibal Arroyo's Capoyo sent us last night. He sent us a couple of links, right? And it was about comics, bro. And one was the Forbes 2021. Um, it says comic sales were were up, up, up in a way at a record two billion dollars last year. True billion dollars. Yo, that's crazy, right? So I'm like, all right. And then the other article said, what's behind the surge in comic book sales, movies, kids, comics, and manga, right? So, you know, would you have, before we go into the data and all this other stuff, but would you have even fathomed that comic, based on our experience that comic sales were at, let me see, $2.075 billion comic sales? Nah, nah, not at all. Not not at, not at, I wouldn't have thought that at all not not for comics but then when you read the context and when you read within the book it's specifically manga and children's books and right. and that and, and or young readers and that's the thing that doesn't surprise me as much in i guess when you look at the big picture but we always talk about like in, within the independent ranks how kids books and children's read books don't do as well even like say on kickstarter versus the more adult stuff and that may be on this level, but on the on the, on the upper shallon uh, of things that are out there, children's books have always been big time sellers, which is why Dad Pilkey, you know, creator uh, uh, of Dogman, has done so well because that is that is an industry that does really really well. Um, but Man. yeah, bro. I own, yeah, I got yeah. It. When you yeah. really because we were talking about it, I said, yeah, I said, and the reason why I picked up Dogman, Captain Underpants, Loud House, the top trending um, properties out there, kids' properties out there, uh, is because I got some feedback on my children's books. And 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 uh, when I was pitching my children's books, and they said, your concepts are great, um, the, the characters uh, are appealing, but your structure and format and your production is stale. It's not in line with today's. <laughs> and how they're producing books so i didn't understand what that meant and so they gave me some names and they went out and i bought the books and i seen the format so 
it, it made me go back and think, yeah, I created these books. I, I kept, you know, they were, they, they were done years ago. I never really adapted to the change and really didn't think about the, the fact how much, so much has changed. We talked about that. So much has changed, um, even in the way we, we, we receive information. And I think um, we just, just because I grew up with a specific way of reading books doesn't mean that the kids today want to read it that way. You know, I I I see what they were saying, but I also, and this is the thing with with children's books and, and and young readers and all that other stuff. There are levels or there are age groups to this thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, I was reading up on that on that Pilkey, and that book, Dogman specifically, is geared towards kids six to nine years old. Okay, that's the age group. Okay, but that doesn't mean that kids under that age, maybe even younger than that, still don't read books the way you produced your book. Right. You see what I'm saying? I think that there's still a market for that. I think the the person who maybe approached you, I think, was looking at that and saying, you know what, though? That's geared more for older kids. Right. Six to nine. Make it look the way Dad makes his books look because that's the audience. It's right. not the kids five and under. That's not your audience. Your audience is six to nine and above, maybe. And that's where you got to be. And that's why I think that that feedback was make it look more like what's out there right now, what's selling, which is this dude, because he's killing it. Oh, I he's mean, killing he's I mean, he's the titles upon titles. Oh, uh, it, it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. Hold on one second. I just got to charge my, my lappy top. Um, yeah, it, it, you know he he does he does incredible numbers uh, on his book, and, and it's and it's 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 amazing to see that in these articles, he is like the center. It's it's yeah. the two things that are the focus: it's manga, manga. and dogman. Yep, yep. And they talk specifically about about um, graphic novels. Yeah, graphic novels also making a lot of that money because they can go into Barnes and Nobles, they can go into bookstores rather mm. than specific comic book shops so the numbers are a lot are high because these things are selling like hotcakes and they they attribute stre streaming services to it manga for example uh you know animes on netflix and animes on streaming services are huge right now so then kids watch that and they're like oh there's a book on that and they go and read it and then parents are like yeah go read it or you know whatever it is marvel also the movies that marvel has been putting out that has you know there, I think there was a there was a testimonial on a, on a comic book shop owner who said that people walk into his store asking him for Moon Knight comics because they just saw the Moon Knight show on on yeah. Disney Plus. All of it. So right. So so there's that. There's that. So that attributes to a lot of the sales and a lot of the a lot of the movement in the in in the comics. So you know it, it's interesting. Is it because we just when we thought right, just when we thought, oh man, it's done. Here it is. There's that surge, which in, in which comics. goes back to which goes back to you know reaching that audience. That that, that you know it's like yeah. it only yeah. takes. It's funny. You think about it. You think about it. Someone as talented as J.K. Rowling that just got turned down as many times as she did, and it took one person to say, "I see the I see the potential with this," and she became the highest selling property in the world, right? right? right. And Dogman, how many times? I wonder. I would love to know his story. I would love to know what was his 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 style like. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and uh, in his pursuit to be to publishing, I you agree. know, I'm look at this. There's somebody who, um, like, like I talk about Ben Bender with uh, the Littlest Viking. I'm, I wonder how long it's going to take before his pops off, right? You know, and it's so you, it, so there's always a journey. It's just a matter of timing, 
it's it's how much how much passion you put into your project um how relatable is the project to the audience your target audience how appealing is it right all these things you got to consider when you're creating these yeah. things and then yeah. it's about who sees it because when you're in our position you don't have the means um um to to be able to um get it out to the masses so you need that publisher that has the marketing power to be able to pr provide you the the, the 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 product the ip the exposure yeah it's, but again it's a matter of time and putting in the work and, and really always understanding your characters and give and making sure that whoever's reading it loves the character as much as you do yeah they i was uh, i was on his website on, on that pilkey's website and and it, I mean, you know his the, the his bio is really short but the thing that stood out to me was um when he was a kid he was diagnosed with adhd and dyslexia he was so disruptive in class that his teachers made him sit out in the hallway every day. Luckily, Dav loved to, loved to draw and make up stories, so he spent his time in the hallway creating his own original comic books, The Very First Adventures of Dogman and Captain Underpants. So that's where the ideas come from. Here's a kid who was diagnosed with dyslexia. He was disruptive in class. The teacher's like, sit out in the hallway. You're making noise. He sits out in the hallway, draws his comics, and now he's a multimillionaire. Like, you know, like these are the kind of stories that like, what the hell? How did that happen? Yeah. But it's it's great. This is what happens, and I, I I am. I'm also I'm also interested in in knowing what else he did. Like how many times did he get turned down? You know, you know what was his struggle? Was it was there a struggle? Was it an overnight success? I'd love I'd love to know more about him because yeah. uh, that's an interesting story and, and and the level of success he's attained. Doing imagine, these books. Imagine if they have him as a guest at a comic con. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah. You know what? That's maybe he doesn't even do shows. <laughs> You know, I know. Maybe because remember, it. remember the creative Invader Zim. We were, Zim the, we were at the the Emerald was City, Emerald City Emerald Comic City. Con, and we thought when we I remember <laughs> you and I walking in, we like, "Yo, it's gonna be popping!" Look at that line, and we realized the whole line was for him. It was for him, bro. <laughs> that thing was snaking through the freaking aisles. I'm like, "Yo, like, yo, what's yeah, up?" Serious, we had a nice big booth. We had a ten by ten booth. You know, yeah. we had a beautiful display. We're like. Hell this. We're like this. We're, we're dancing. We're like, yo, what's up? We're here and nobody's we're coming. Nah, <laughs> man. Crickets. It was all for him, man. It was crazy. It was yes, freaking it was, it was. It was beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, you know, ho and, but again, you know, it, it, it's sustainability is also key too. So, mm -hmm. you know, can you, can you out, can your properties outlive, you know, the standard test of time, you know, that's um, like, like Charlie Brown and Snoopy and, uh, you know, uh, Calvin and Hobbes. And, um, you know, so Invader Zim, unfortunately, lost that, that um, like I just lost George. Um, uh, <laughs> the word lost and George just disappeared. That's perfect. But, um, yeah, it's fantastic. And I'm looking at this article, and it's it's funny when I look at this article right here, and that picture that they take that they took that wall that that's Midtown Comics. I mean, I've been away from New York for a minute, but I recognize that wall. Um, that's definitely Midtown Comics. Um, I spent a lot of time there, and shout out to them because they were the first ones to give us a break in two thousand three, four, um, and put our books on the shelves. Um, but yes, yeah, his comic sales hit two two billion dollars in twenty twenty one, which is a billion dollars more than it did in his previous year, which is crazy. Experts say the surge is due to a number of factors, including certain genres like Japanese manga. The industry is on pace for an even better 2022, according to one expert. Um, comic sales, including graphic novels, single issues, and digital comics hit to whatever. We got that 62% increase from the previous year and a 70% increase over 2019, according to a report. Uh, are you back? Oh, there you go. All right, cool. 
And uh, and publishers are selling more comics content in 2021 than in any year in the history of the business, even when adjusted for inflation, said Comic Cron founder John Jackson Miller in the report. And I lost him again. Um, oh, I guess I'll keep reading. Uh, let's see. <laughs> if you have any feedback about this conversation, please put it in the chat. Let us know what you think about this trend. Um, and it says, let's see, grip attributes the surge primarily to pandemic-related consumer trends. When people turn to activities they could they could do at home, people focused on their hobbies more, which included collecting. So the collector side of the comic business has grown, along with prices for back issues, he told Insider. But certain genres have helped the industry. Manga and children's comics are massive, right? So everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I mean, that's why you have manga and anime cons that are specifically just that, um, because there's a specific, and you know, you can't just be a regular comic guy and go to these conventions. They go, they they're going to want to uh, look at your portfolio, see what your previous work was, all those things. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's fantastic, fantastic um, article, and fantastic. It gives you, it gives you hope. Yes, yes, I missed all of it, but I did read the article. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no big shout out to Aníbal Arroyo for sending that. Uh, that pollos. Early early in the morning he's reading these articles. I'm like oh snap that's interesting. Yeah I was uh, I was sleepy. Yeah no I was I was out I was not freak out. But uh, but yeah no apparently you know the numbers are there the numbers show that there is a rise and 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 we may see it continue. I mean I say what you want about Marvel and DC <laughs> you know what I mean but those. Those juggernauts, there's their comic book sales may not be what they are, but I think that it's helping keep, you know, interest in the yeah. genre. Yeah. Well, I will say that at least. I mean, just look at that chart, bro. Look, yeah. at, chart. look at those numbers, bro. Jesus. That's crazy. Who would that have ever insane, thought? Insane, dog. That's insane. It started spiking after the shutdown. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Fantastic news, though. No, that is that is great. I mean, I, I think that um, you know, manga is, is a huge seller, and and the fact that they're they're incorporating manga. I wonder if they take manga out, how much where that goes uh, up and down or whatever. But it's in there, you know. Manga, manga is uh, I guess we're considering it comics here in the states, and they're well, selling here why, in the states. That's why the anime manga conventions they have their own conventions because yeah. it's such a big thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and uh, it's funny because there's a lot of them out here in Texas. But they, you know, they curate. They, they get. You know, you can't just ask for a table. They want to see that you, you actually an anime. You actually or anime have artist. manga. Yeah. yeah, you actually have manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a distinct style to it, obviously, just like anything else. And yep. they want to make sure that that's that's what you're doing. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, no, very interesting article, dude. I mean, it it goes back to, I guess, when we we, we had that conversation about manga cars, right? Uh, and what they do and the things that they go through to create yeah. these books, for example. Um, and I guess I guess that goes into what we, we wanted to what you talked about on Monday. Those guys obviously don't waste time. <laughs> they obviously yeah. don't do anything else but what they are hired or what they want and love to do. Yes. And that's part of your discussion on the crazy intent or less. If anybody hasn't checked it out, please make sure that you so first of all, subscribe to the channel, just a little right. mid mid uh Mitch, show reminder to subscribe to the channel and check out some of the stuff that we have on the channel. Mondays, usually Sam has a uh, uh, a show called The Crazy Ten or Less, where he gives you a topic and discuss it in ten minutes or less. Um, how much is it costing you? Was the one 
from this Monday and which you spoke a little bit about, you know, wasting, I guess, wasting time. time. And I think yeah. what triggered that, what triggered me to actually create that was um, I came back. It was the night I got back from um, Cowtown, it was Sunday night. Um, and, you know, I was a little, um, uh, Frustrated, and so I started watching the video. <laughs> I was like, "What's the word? What's, What's the, the word? word?" Yeah, it's like I was watching that was the video. a lot of things, which is the right word right now. I know. <laughs> and, um, so I saw a video by Ryan Cernhan, who's billion dollar listing, million dollar listing, New York, real big realtor. He has, he's he's now the like the the number one sort broker in 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 New York. And um, you ever watch that show? I I love it. Yeah, it's, I love it's that a show. good show. It's yes, a good I love show. that show. Wait, the, he's in the one that that that's in the one in LA or the one in New York. The New York, the New yeah. York one. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I love which the New York. Is, I'm, I'm trying to think of which one is he. He's the one that um he's the um clean shaven with the oh it was like Grace oh, and yeah, hair. The younger dude, tall dude has two kids or whatever. No, not not the the one that has his partner. Uh, no, his, no, not him, not him. Oh, yeah, one. the one that married the lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah he has yeah, two kids married the lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good um, show. Yeah, he got married in Greece. Um, uh, he's got money, bro. He's yeah, he's he's legit. So anyway, he has his own YouTube channels growing. He has two two YouTube channels, and so I subscribed to it. And um, one of the things he said was, <clears throat> um, "Itemize all the things that's not that's costing you money, costing you your goal, costing you from achieving what you want to do, and all those, and 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 determine you know if you eliminated that and put that time that you lost on gaming." Um, you know, uh, hanging out, going to the bars, all this other stuff, how, how much time you get back to achieving your goal. So, you know, so that's why I wanted to do the, sh the show because we've had so many guests with that where, where they've been working on the same book forever, but never actually completed it. And they're like, well, how many of how many distractions that you can control? And I talk about outside world stuff, whether it elements or whatever. I'm talking about what you can control. So what you do in your downtime to deal with whatever it is, whether you're you know, you're playing solitaire or whatever it is that you're doing that's not really helping you to achieve your goal or finish your projects. Um, quantify that. And what is that to how much does that mean to you? You know, so you asked me a question yesterday, you know, how much time, how long are you in your office when you go in there? And I'm like 12, at least 12 hours, right? Because I look at that. But I also recognize that when I get stressed, I, I was one of them who picked up the phone and I had my games. You know, I think one of the games that I deleted recently um was um a game called connect diamonds right and, I, <laughs> and it was like i had tune blast connect diamonds solitaire and i was oh, like yo yo and uh so for me it's like when i'm stressed i sit down like boom, 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 and then i realize i look up i'm like oh sh i've been on this for an hour i just lost an hour of my time i can't get back so and how much is that hour worth to you and i think i think if people start looking at those that and say oh if i added that hour that I'm spending a day on gaming to illustrating or writing or whatever it is, or sewing or whatever it is that you're doing to try to build your business, how much more productive will you be? And how closer to your end game will you get? Right. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, yeah. then, and then you're going to have the, the people who say, well, I need those things, you know, for my life. All right. But then you don't really want it. Well, no, I mean, I, I think, I guess, it, again, and this is a viewpoint, right? That, that, yeah. That's, I think he, when it comes from a person who's as successful as that gentleman is, you know, you almost have to say, well, dude, I mean, there's a reason why this guy is this successful. 
you know. Yeah. But I think I think that the difference between him and a lot of us is that he has a clear vision of yes. what he wants. Yeah. He's a real estate agent, right? So he is that's what he is. That's what he does. That's what he loves. So he goes in and every moment he's probably reading magazines about real estate. He's everything. His life revolves around real estate. If our lives don't revolve around what we are doing, whether it's comics or whatever it is, then it's going to be tougher for us to do, to, to give up that hour. Right. Because if you have a nine to five job, if you have kids, if you have whatever, I think that you are going to have to compartmentalize your life to put all these things into it as well, right? And I'm, and maybe and I'm sure I mean he's got kids, that guy's got kids. But I think that he's been he's so successful at what he does that I think that he can probably take off. He got married in Greece. You think he just got married and then went back to work? I took a week off, two weeks off cuz I I I'm, I think that he now can you know revel in the success that he's attained through the years. And I think that for us, for the little guys, right? It's and for you, even for you, Sam, like I know you, 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 you know, stress is it's a stressful thing not to find success right away. So, yeah, sure. The escape is maybe a little tomb blast, maybe not for an hour. You know what I mean? I think maybe you need to discipline yourself. Um, <laughs> maybe you need to discipline yourself a little bit and say, OK, maybe not an hour. Let's cut that, let's cut that down to 30 minutes. Let's cut it down to 15. But I think you still need an escape. You know, especially when you don't when when you have other things going on. I mean, for me, I work I work a nine to five, so I like to kind of sit in the bathroom for thirty minutes and just unwind. You know, before you know what I mean. Before I take a shower. So, (laughs) am I wasting time? Maybe, but you know what? After the stressful day I've had at work, you sometimes you need to decompress and then get creative again. Right. So that's why I think that's why routines are critical, right? So one of the things one of the things for me is I get up in the morning, I work out. Right. That's that's my decompress. That's my that's my thought process. That's my critical thinking moment where I'm like assessing what I'm going to do for that day. And I'm having fun because I love working out. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm either listening to some sort of leadership podcast or I'm listening to my favorite music, whatever it is. And um, but that's my think. That's my think tank. That's where I get to what you know, do. And then I play with the dog. So I'm working out and then I run around the yard and I go back and I do right, my rap. Right, work, right. right. All that stuff is. You need that. Right. And then what I also do is I schedule, you know, like Sundays, it's it's family day. Right. You know, so it's like whatever you want to do. If it, 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 It's whatever she plans. If she doesn't have any plans, then I'm going to work. Right. I'm going back to my office. But if she has plans, let, let's just go. Let's whatever. Let's do whatever you want to do on Sunday. But I think you need a routine. And then I know that once the workout's done. And all that's done, I have breakfast with the wife. I go to the studio and it's game time. And I have a plan when I get up here. Like, for instance, like I allocated the time to work on the Forbidden Graphic Novel because I knew that was a couple of days worth of work. Right. And and it's all administrative because it's, it's really formatting the books and all that stuff. And it's almost 200 pages. So I, I knew um uh, it's what I do. I have a day job, website, podcast team. So I live by the calendar and stay firm. Yes, exactly. And so understanding, having that calendar, I have a dry erase calendar on my wall. And I say this day, this is administrative days. So I know I'm not going to be creative from an artistic standpoint. I have to be diligent from an administrative standpoint because I need to think as the publisher, even though I don't want to be a publisher, but I have to format all this stuff. So I think 
no matter what's happening, I have something working towards my end game. And I think that's what it is. Every moment that you put into, if, if you are trying to be an entrepreneur, if you're trying to right. make this a business, yeah. this, this is for you. If you're a hobbyist, this isn't for you. Go play your games, go do all those other things. But I think if you, I think when you're, when you don't have that foundation and you're starting out, sacrifices have to be made and, and commitment level has to be at a whole time high, especially those first couple of years. When you start gaining momentum, right now you can say, okay, I need this, I need this position in place. I now I'm in a position where I can bring in another person and, and now this person can handle the administrative stuff while I focus on the creative, right? So now you, now, now you're splitting up and you, 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 it's starting to take some of that weight off your shoulders because you're growing, right? And you can start making moves towards that growth. Yeah. And I, and I think nobody knows you better than you, right? right. And there are different things and, and we're all, we're all wired differently. There are things that motivate us, more things motivate us differently. So what works for one person may not work for the other. So mm -hmm. You can't try to do what one person does and think that that's going to have the same results for you. It's almost like even working out, right? Everybody has a different work, a different body type. You know, you may, I may be able to eat whatever I want and not gain any weight. You may not, you know what I mean? Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it, everybody's different. And I think that, yeah, I think advice is, is that it's just that advice and you could take it or not take it yeah. and, and do what works for you. I think that being obsessive about your workload could work for some people because that's their personality. Like I know how to handle that. Mm -hmm. Doing that for somebody who's never done that or doesn't know how to do it, doesn't know how to handle it may break them because mm -hmm. they may be like, I'm, I'm too stressed out. I can't do this. I can't, I'm too stressed out. So you have to kind of know you, know yeah. yourself. And, and you also, you are. yes, uh, wise guy. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, uh, and you have to understand for every time that you, and this is where you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Every time that you take away from your goal, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur, the result you have to live with as well, because the, the result sure. is a product of what sure. you put in. You Absolutely. get what you put in, right? Absolutely. So you can't you have nobody else. No to play. excuses. No excuses. You, right. Yep. So I think that's what people need to understand. It's not Joey down the block's fault that you didn't make it. It's not your, the, the boss at work because he's a jerk because you didn't make it. Because after your shift, what did you do with the other time? How much time did you say? You you know, when I was working full time, I'd come home at night, eight, nine o'clock at night. I'm in the office till two in the morning working, right? I get four hours sleep and I'm back doing it all over again. Because, so I knew that I needed to hold myself accountable to achieving what I wanted to achieve. That meant, yeah. uh, you know, that shorter windows for sleep for me, which is why when, you know, luckily I was an executive, I had office, my lunch breaks, I would take 30 minute naps. Yeah, I would close yeah. my door, turn off the light, put my my alarm clock on, and just sit down for thirty minutes for my lunch break, and just, and then boom, I was good because I only slept four hours. Yeah, but but you also and you also have to you also I mean especially like if you're married or if you're in a relationship yeah. with somebody, you also have to you know think about them and and how that how that affects them you know unfortunately yeah uh, so you got you know you got to be mindful he he had a desk like George did inside. <laughs> Yeah, you know, no, yeah. I, I think that that that's what it is, and I and I do want to. You mentioned you mentioned somebody who is on our, you know, mm. doing what we're doing. Not not you didn't mention them, but what I, I wanted to mention them, Christian Aluas, for example, right? Yes. We had him on the show. He's got a book called "It's a Living," and he's an entrepreneur. This is what he does. He's 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 a he's a he's, a, he's an artist and he's a freelance artist, and so 
he's constantly, you know, looking for work and looking for clients. And, and that's what his life revolves around. He's a yeah. great dude, fun to be around with, but it, it's business. It's, it's business. business. Yeah. He's got a book called It's a Living. You guys should check it out on Amazon. Everything's a transaction. But every, yeah, right. And, and, and you can't blame the guy when this is your, when this is your livelihood, yeah. you know? And I think that, that again, that's a personality, right? That's, he can do that. He understands that he's, he's built for that kind of stuff. You know, you have to be honest with who you are at the end of the day. And, and like you said, honest with your goal. What do yeah. you want to do? Is this what yeah. you want to do? Don't let yeah. me go. <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah. everything is a deal, bro. Everything yeah. is a deal. And that's the way, you know, that's way it's like, for me, it's like, I'm constantly looking to learn, to grow, to adapt, uh, so that I know that whatever I'm producing is relevant. Um, I, you know, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not um, compromising the integrity of my branding or my character, but I want to make sure that I'm relevant. I'm want to want to make sure that I'm in tune with what's happening in society, because you have to be able to play the game differently with every single day that that you operate, because the game changes all the time. I mean, think about it. I mean, you know. In, in in 1992 through 1998, image was killing the industry, right? Nope. And now, Dog Man and Captain Andy Pants and Manga is killing the industry, right? So yeah. the trends change, and you have to be able to understand that and adapt to it. And and your hustle will determine whether or not you're successful. It, it isn't going to. You can't have a passive approach to your passion and your career. It's all. I have a mentality. Some people agree with, some people don't. It's all in or nothing. That's the way I. That's the way I work. For me, it's all. If when I'm all in, there's what's happening is, I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm working, I'm producing. So it's all simultaneous, right? So if when you ask me, I put in twelve hour days. That twelve hour days isn't just drawing. That twelve hour days is either video editing, writing, drawing, researching, learning. You know, learning from others. If I spend time watching a YouTube video, it's usually from a motivator, a content creator, somebody who's doing it and killing the game. Because I'm going to try to understand how did they circumvent the industry? How did they navigate the industry? You know, for me, because I take some of those little pieces and say, like, all right, how do I apply that to what I'm doing? Is it relevant? You know, does it make sense? Right. That's the part of the game that um, you have to understand. So R&D research, all that stuff is part of your 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 development. You know, I think next time take over everything is coming because it doesn't catch the craze. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think that that what also you have to do and you have to kind of like in, incorporate into your day as an indie is also learn how to market, mm -hmm. right? Listen to things, not just on how to draw, not just on how to do this, how to do that, but how are, are people marketing things? You know, I, I think, again, I, I, I'm going to sound like a freaking Marvel apologist, but Look at look at the marketing that that Marvel does for their movies, for example. Right, Wakanda Forever is coming out November 11th. Right, they've they've linked up with Rihanna. She's got a song in in the uh, in the soundtrack. Right, so now what they did was they just put out something that says Rihanna's going to be on the soundtrack. You think that soundtrack's not going to sell money because Rihanna's got a bunch of fans? They team up. That's the team up that they do. So what do they do? The Wakanda Forever trailer, the R pops out. Boom! It, it just becomes the R for Rihanna. And that's how they market it. On her end, now she is promoting the movie also. So they, the way that they link, you know, we talk about collaborations and working with each other, indie creators. These are the kind of collaborations we got to look at, you know. How do, we, how do we combine or how do we get fan bases to kind of cross-promote each other? 
and and don't look at it as oh they're gonna take my my fans. No, you're just gonna build a bigger fan base. Mm -hmm. You know, you got you because to me is that you gotta be you gotta be so sure about your stuff and so um you know not cocky but confident about the work that you have that you shouldn't be afraid of somebody coming in and, and doing whatever. Riri's the building. Next she gets a role in Marvel, she would be dope as Storm. Yeah, she might. You know what I mean. She's also, I think, I think she is the um um the um she's worth a billion dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's like yeah, the highest earning dude. She hasn't done music in six years, and, and she's, she's killing it. She's killing the game. She's killing it in six years. She has. She's gonna be at the at the halftime show because mm -hmm. you know why? She's got a she's got a, an album coming out. Halftime show. A lot of people watch that. That's where she's gonna promote her. You know her music and all that other stuff. It's all and these marketing ideas. These things are the things that. Maybe we we bring it, you know, we scale them down a little bit to, to for us. But these are the type of things that we also have to look at in order to right. build our fan base, build our empires. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I, I, it's all it's all that, <clears throat> and all of that goes into the work. Fenty, man, entrepreneur, big time entrepreneur. Yeah, Fenty, that's that's where she's making all, all, a lot of her money. Um, and she's ingratiated herself with the fans. You know, they love her. Unlike, and man, you know, Kanye. and, and yeah, I, you know, I think, um, and I think. A lot of the world who didn't know her um, got exposed to her after the whole Chris Brown incident, um, oh, and yeah. so right, and so, and 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 she's been one that's been stood all out of the drama. She like, has, you know, she's just been focused on her career, you know, her baby, you know, and she's been staying out of the drama, and um, and I think it's very smart, you know, even yeah. when you watch her on interviews, um, you know, she's very poised, and uh, you know, she's. Very smart about how she approaches these things. And, and and here's the thing. And again, the thing that that Disney or whatever Marvel, whatever, what they're doing, uh, you know, linking up with her is that they're 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 taking her fans, people who maybe never picked up a comic, yeah. don't care about comic book, but now she's you know she's in this Wakanda Forever. What is this Wakanda Forever thing? Oh, her music is in it. Let me go catch the movie. Let me go watch the movie. These people maybe have kids. Oh, pick up that comic book. Look, Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like, so they they're doing a very good job at cross promoting, and that's something that I think we don't do enough as indies. Maybe because we don't feel like we have the fan base. Maybe we feel like you know we're like, hey, don't take that, don't take that away from me. That's mine. Don't don't you know? You can't come in here. Uh, but I think that we need to look into doing things like that. More so with things that with but we gotta be smart about the collaborations we do. Yeah. That's the other thing. You gotta be smart about you gotta yeah. make sure that it works on for both ends. Because like yeah. like um like um like Comic Crusaders is saying, todo un negocio, everything is is a deal, everything is a business. So you gotta be able to to to, to know what you're doing in that in that sense. And that's part of the business side of this thing. Because it's not just it's not just creative, it's also right. business. You know, you have to have, put your business hat on. Right. And I think that's why you have to be able to adjust with the times. You can't either you can't yeah. be singular, you know, in your approach. You got you have to be multidimensional and you have to um, you know, um have your finger on the on on the trend, on the pulse. If you don't, what's gonna happen is you you're gonna have a black box on the screen where George disappears and you're talking to yourself. You know, that's what happens, right? So so there he goes. <laughs> it's like you're back. It's, it's, it's like Hello, preach. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you there? Can you hear me? I don't know what's going on. It's like upside down. Uh, so yeah, so that's the topic of the day. Uh, what do you guys think about that? About that? We talked about a lot of things. We talked about Game of Thrones. We talked about the comic book industry has saw just went to new heights with two billion dollars in sales in 2021 and the expectation of it growing 
um, uh, even more in 2022. Where do you fit in the scheme of things? Are you in line with this trend? Are you going to be part of the growth for the future or are you going to get left behind? Um, let's see. He's back. Guess who's back? Again. The, the J-O-B, bro. Leave me alone. Thank you, brother. Yes, time management is critical. Um, you know, you got to be able to uh, learn you know, when when, and how you want to function. It's funny because, you know, as I'm going through, you know, these interview processes, um, you know, one of the things is like, you know, what do you do the first 30 days, whatever. It's like, you know, I start with the who. You know, it's, it's like the news reporter. Start with the who. Who's on the team? Who's the leadership? You know, whatever. How? How? How do they, how's the way of working? You know, how do they communicate all this stuff? And then what, what, what are the, 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 the things that are working? What are the things that are not working? Right. And all those things, you take that information to put your plan together to create your, 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 your SWOT analysis, right? Strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Same thing. If you're trying to be an entrepreneur, that's your approach, right? Figure out all those, the, you know, the, the five W's, right? Ask yourself all these questions, formulate your strategy, come up with a plan, put it on paper, have a business plan, right? You know, because if you're looking to grow your business and you, you want to go to a bank about getting a small business loan, you have to have a business plan. All these things, and it helps you keep yourself in line and hold yourself accountable towards achieving your goals. Think like uh, an entrepreneur and then you'll be that. Indeed, sir. Yeah. Indeed. So that was the, the morning brew this morning. Yes, thank you all for joining us today. Again, if you haven't done so already, you know, please give us a like, hit that thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't done so. If you're listening to us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, thank you for watching us. If you're listening to us on the audio stream platforms like Spotify or Pandora, leave us a comment, give us a five star rating, and then come over to YouTube and subscribe. Right? Uh, when we grow, the indie community grows, and we appreciate your support. You know, uh, you know. Bustelo with the craze. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thank you, brother. Bustelo. Oh, man. I love Bustelo. Uh, thank you, Dismay Comics. Aurelis. Um, thank you, Comic Crusaders. Thank you, everybody, for watching this morning. Um, with that said, I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. George the Dream of Medina. And we'll Peace. catch you on the flip side. Uh -huh.